Welcome to West Virginia and Commonplace. Uh, today, I have a guest with me, Tina Hicks. All the way in the Midwest, we never disclose where anyone truly is because we don't want anybody to come get you. <laughs> Tina, please tell everybody why you're here today. I'm here because JR is awesome. He has been doing these amazing shows, helping people, changing lives, and that's what I'm about. I have my own po podcast, Jolt of Energy. I'm a health and wellness coach. I just retired from teaching dance for uh, 27 years. So this, like giving energy, teaching, uh, just being happy, that's what I'm about. And I feel like that's what JR is about too, just making lives better. Oh yeah, no doubt in that. Now let me ask you this. Uh, whenever an, uh, a guest comes on, I always have to go, give us a little bit about your upbringing. Because one thing that you noted in there, you said something about dance. Um, dance is something that has to be disciplined. You have to have a certain, not everybody can, can join dance when they're little, but to keep it going further on in life, it takes a lot of discipline. So tell us a little about your upbringing and how you got into dance. Absolutely. Well, this is funny. You're going to laugh. But my mom, okay, so my mom came to America when she was 14. So okay. she grew up in Germany. And I think it was her upbringing that girls do this and boys do this, right? So as I was growing up, I, I did want to dance because all my friends were dancing. So I wanted to dance, but all my friends were also doing sports. And so I asked, I wanted to do softball or soccer. And I was like, mom, cause I love sports. And she's like, nope, only boys do sports. You do dance. So I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I took dance and I went all the way. So basically um, the studio I grew up in, I, you know, I don't know what it was inside of me, but my friends taught me they, I was a little bit older getting started in dance. They all started when they were super young. Um, but when I was hanging out with them, they would teach me things. And so I remember my first class, uh, the parents got a watch. And the teacher said, Tina, do you know how to do a leap or a grand jeté? And I said, yes. And she looks over at my mom. And I remember my mom's face. And she's like, I don't think she knows what that is. So I did my first grand jeté and that same teacher I became teachers with. So I um, I know that discipline is, uh, you're right. It is a huge part of it. I But I also used it as a stress reliever. And okay. dance was, looking back, dance was my best friend too. I mean, obviously I had a best friend and I had friends and I went and I did dance and all of that. But I remember in our home on a weekend, even as a teenager, I would be dancing. And that's what I did. I would dance to different genres. And I, you know, I just, I loved being free. It was like, you could be whoever you wanted in that moment. And so more than anything, dance has always just been just, I don't like my meditation, <laughs> my, okay. happy, my happy place, if anything. <laughs> so 27 years as a dance instructor, correct? Yes. Did you take on any major injuries during this or? 
<laughs> and how did you how did you have the 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 patience to train for 27 Ooh, years let's talk about patience okay <laughs> so um as far as being injured i would say um no just because uh, you know the one dance um in particular in particular that comes to mind where a lot of people do see more injuries is uh ballet i did take ballet but i never did point um okay. and then also drill team i wasn't a part of drill team so i think um the closest i probably get got to being injured but my best friend saved my life was when i was a cheerleader and Ooh. did dance and it was a basket toss and she was my spot and she grabbed me by my skirt and she did not let my tush hit the ground but that was the closest i came to probably being seriously injured so i i did luck out that way <laughs> okay. i don't know how because i've been dancing for a lot of years <laughs> but um as far as patience so I think I learned the most patience in dance uh, teaching two-year-olds. Okay. So the last five years uh, I have taught dance, I turned into um, more of a preschool dance specialist, which wasn't, wasn't me over the years. It just kind of, I fell into it, but it was the most amazing experience. They ended up being my favorite class to teach. And everybody would get so frustrated when they would teach them because they're like, oh, I want them to do this. And they're being crazy and doing this. And I just, I just went with their energy. I just went with the flow. So if we only got to do a little bit of our ballet positions and then go to, I'm going to chase you. It's this cute little song <laughs> that they do to warm up. Then we did that. And if it was time to go for across the floor, we did that. So we just transitioned. And some days they, they'd be little monkeys. I'm not going to lie. It was like they were the teacher and in control. But the thing is, is the biggest thing to having patience is sometimes you have to let go of control okay, and um, be able to work with the chaos, <laughs> which I think we all have done over this last year. It's like, okay, this is COVID. This is what, how it's going to be. Okay. We just got to run with it. Right. Right. So, right. Right. So that's what you got to do. And the key thing, I, I like that what you did there with the patience thing, because, you know, as podcasters, we never truly understand or grasp, you know, when we say something, someone's going to take what you just said right there, and they're going to really apply that to their life, because somebody was probably impatient, and now you've given them a, a better reason to stay uh, patient about things. So, let's dive into this podcast real quick. Okay. All right, and then we'll get into everything else, because I kind of like to go around and... uh we're gonna have a a, a little we're have uh, fun. Yeah, we're gonna have fun with this. So, tell uh, me about this podcast. Okay, so the jolt of start? yeah. Okay, jolt of energy. Okay, so I have been known for several years now as talking Tina. So whether I think they were making fun of me or <laughs> or they were saying that's a talent, that's just. That's how it all became. Like my husband would, would want to record. I want to know how many words you just said. 
sometimes I just want to record how many words you just got in there. <laughs> okay. So, so talking has always been, um, I guess one of my strengths, even though I'm made fun of it or made fun for it. But um, I did become um, in, it was in 2020, 2019, 2020, um, I became a podcast manager for someone. And prior to that, I had thought about doing a podcast but I didn't know what I was doing, you know, I didn't know. And I thought, I listened to one of the recordings I did and I, I thought, oh, that's dumb. Oh, that's dumb. I didn't even want to listen to myself. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> no, I can't do this. So I kind of just let it go. But the biggest reason why I wanted to do the podcast was as a health coach, I wanted to provide because I believe health is not just eating right or not just exercising. I believe it's about mindset. It's about living a, a healthy, balanced lifestyle of all good things, right? Okay. And so that's really what it was about. But it wasn't until I became that podcast manager. Um, I it ended up being a short time that I worked for her, but it and the reason why was she was looking for someone that could do. do uh, different hours than I was available because I work all day long and I understood that she needed somebody more in the daytime. So I, I told her, you know, totally fine. That's totally fine. And I actually behind in my head, I was like, yes, because about the time I finished doing that, I had built up the confidence to do this myself. So now she probably sees me on all these networks and is like, Hey, because I never told her that was one of my goals. Oh, so, man. <laughs> so it was almost like I was in training to do what I love. And oh, my, I'm so excited. So you guys, JR didn't tell me what questions I was going to have today. And I was so excited. And I was going to tell him. So JR, I have a duck in my okay. show. <laughs> and it's because I'm a talking Tina. And I like to quack up. Get it? Quack. Yeah. So um, I ask my guests questions and they get 20 seconds to answer or my duck quacks at them. I okay. have a quack timer. And then if they can beat the questions, they get this duck. So I get all these guests that say, you're not going to tell me? Like I give them the subject, yeah. but they're like, no, like they kind of have some anxiety and it's so fun. And now <laughs> you, you're doing it to me. So here we go. A taste of my own medicine. <laughs> right. Okay. So, so here we go with another one. Can you tell everybody what platforms they can find your podcast on? Cause let me tell you something crazy. A lot of people hey. out here doing podcasts, uh, in, in my part of the podcast community on Instagram, a lot of people come to me for advice. Uh, I have people that have been doing podcasts for longer than me that are not on iHeartRadio. They're not on Amazon. I've got some that are not even on Pandora. So, so I always ask people to tell me where your podcast is at because I have people that even I'm an Apple guy and everybody knows me that I'm, too. A, I'm an Apple fanboy. So I always make sure that, you know, in most cases, everybody's usually on Apple podcasts, but I've dealt with some podcasters that are not even on there. They're just, some people go to anchor or they go to yes. Buzzsprout or vice versa, any other uh, hosting site and they never end up on these places. So wh where can the listeners hear you? Absolutely. So I have three different places um, and I guess, I don't know, I guess Podbean counts because that's where my, where it's hosted, but I don't okay. really direct people there. 
Um, so it's Apple. I'm an Apple girl. Okay. <laughs> and um, I do have a vlog on my website, joltsofenergy.com, so people can watch it there. And YouTube is where, so all of my shows have video. So okay. if you want to see me crazy in the moment, sometimes I get dressed up for whatever the occasion is, whatever we're talking about. Okay. So yeah, so I definitely do the YouTube and, um, but my son, so my teenage son, it's funny that you address this because he just said a couple weeks ago, mom, how come your podcast, he Googled me by the way, and he found me while I was at work and texted me and said, yep, that's my mom. <laughs> he, he looked up Tina Hicks, jolts of energy. And, um, but he said, mom, why aren't you on Spotify? Anybody that's anybody is on Spotify. Mom, you're not going to get out there if you don't get on Spotify. So who knows? Maybe you'll see me on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. And like I always tell everybody, um, and, and I and act like I'm not no guru or anything like that. After the podcast, we'll talk because that's one major thing with all podcasters. I tell everybody, get out on every platform you can get on because I didn't notice because, like I said, I'm nothing but Apple. Um, yes. me and my, my lovely girlfriend, we're just nothing. Everything's Apple. We got a modem that's an Apple. It's old, but we just got to say, so, so, you know, everything's Apple. And um, one thing I found out is that with Google, though, Google's integration is just a little different and it's just that many more viewers. But that's another story for another day. We'll talk outside of, Ooh, outside of the podcast. Okay. Yeah. Give me tips, JR. Yeah. On that one. <laughs> so you started your podcast. You've got your, your, your set mode and method on doing things. Um, and then you go over, you have a website. Yes. And can you plug it real quick for everybody? Absolutely. So I'm actually getting ready to kind of change it up. So originally I set it up only for like fitness focus, but mm -hmm. I'm finding that um, there's, you know, there's this huge need for um, other things such as leadership training. And with my years in um over the years, I've held several management positions and kind of being like a professional cheerleader, right? Okay. And so that's um, that's something I'm going to be introducing. So you're going to be seeing some new things. If anybody's going there soon, just know something new's coming. <laughs> okay, so when you jump onto this website, um, I'm looking at the mobile version as we're talking. Uh, yes. Joltofenergy.com. Yes. Okay. That's www.people. Um, all right. <laughs> so you go on the website. It says home, the journey, university, vlog, contact Tina. Yes. So let's jump into the journey. Journey. Yes. What will the audience find when they click on the journey? <laughs> well, Jared, I haven't touched on this and um, you probably can see that I'm a, a happy like person, I appear to be a happy person, which I am, mm -hmm. it's not a friend. <laughs> but I will tell you, there was a time that I, inside, um, my smile on the outside that people saw wasn't matching the inside. And so how my health journey started um, after, so I ended up marrying my, we'll go rewind a little bit. Okay, let's go back and, in time. Yeah. So, I married my high school sweetheart and he was uh, 15 when we met. I was 16. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, we were very young. And we ended up getting married at the age of 20. We were both 20. We ended up buying our house. We um, started having children. My daughter was born in 2021. And um, we actually, I mean, life was pretty good. You know, overall, we were just living the dream. My son, we, we had my son. And, um, you know, I just breached a time. It, it was mostly me, but I just, um, we didn't always see eye to, to eye. We kind of grew up together in right. a way. So it, even though that we were very different, um, we would make things work. And it just got to the point that um, it, it was not always happy. And I wanted my kids to grow up knowing that a relationship can be happy and um, so it was really a difficult decision, but we did get a divorce. It was the hardest thing. And um, it's more so for my kids. And I, I don't share this a lot, but I, I think because it was so uh, such a change in my life too, that I feel like I kind of went on a crazy train for a while. Okay. <laughs> I felt off balance, um, like I was just floating. Um, I thought I was making right decisions, but JR, I just kept making wrong decisions. And all I wanted was for my kids to be happy all this time. Like that's just all I wanted. And um, anyway, as the train, crazy train was pulling into the same station, <laughs> I had to um, make some tough decisions, which um, actually led me to living a little bit further away from my children. They ended up staying with my ex-husband in the home where they grew up so they could be with their friends. I ended up moving um, in with my mom. Otherwise, I would have been, I was homeless for a very short time. Um, and, you know, living at my brother's house, trying, you know, to deal with all of these changes. And so my mom said, come here. She lives in Southern Utah. And it wasn't meant for me to stay here. It was just, I needed to take control again of what was going on so that I could be the best mom I could be for my kids too. And um, in doing that, I, I was finding my smile again. Okay. Being in Southern Utah, um, but it was still such a struggle. My my kids and I, it was hard. I was living the life of um, kind of the the typical dad role in a relation, like in a divorce. Okay. You know, usually usually the mom typically has the kids every day, all day long, and then the dad has every other weekend and holidays and so forth. And so I was the one that was living that role and man I got it I gotta tell you I obviously it hurt it hurt so much and the times when I wasn't with them I just wanted to stay busy and I wasn't interested in getting a re in a relationship at that time so I um long I'm making this super long and I'll try and shorten it up here Are you fine? but but basically I met my husband that I'm married to now in St. George that's where I live Southern Utah 
and um, my kids absolutely adored him. We did go through that period of time where he said, hey, I know it's hard for you to be away from your kids. I will help you. Like he was willing to give up our relationship so that I could be back there and he would help me get an apartment and get all set up. And I, JR, I feel like I had met my soulmate. And to be in that crazy place and mindset that I was and, and to finally feel like, I was feeling like myself again. I just was like, no, no, we got to make this work, you know? And so we did. And we, um, you know, we made the every other weekends work. We made the summers work. And now because of COVID, my son is going to school online. So he's the youngest. Okay. And so he's been able to stay here with us at the house for longer periods, you know? So it, that has been one blessing for me as in, in my situation. But going back to that a uh, couple of years ago, so I, we got married, we dated for a few years because it was both our second marriages. So we weren't just like, okay, yeah, let's jump right in. Cause we didn't, you know, it's not a good feeling. Uh, being a divorced is, I, I wish that on nobody. Right. 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 And um, so we took our time and then we got married and a year after we got married, lots of changes happened again in my career. And then I think everything just hit me so hard. And I kept thinking about the past and I, I was beating myself up about why didn't I do things differently and, and just all those things. I ended up becoming the most negative person. I still am getting out of that, but I became, I was hurting myself mentally. Like I couldn't even get out of bed. I couldn't, um, I gained a lot of weight. I just, um, I let the negative thoughts and beating myself up um, for not being like everybody else that it it took over. It, it, it overpowered just, you. It overpowered me. And um, wellness, I ended up getting into a program with a coach and she she helped me. She helped me get out of that. And now I'm here because of that experience. And so now she's my business partner. And I'm going to say her name, give her a shout out, but Demetria Brown. Okay. And okay. Uh, she, she changed my life. And so that's what I wanted to do for a living is change others' life. I never wanted anybody to feel like they weren't good enough that they didn't deserve good things because maybe they made a few bad choices. I want, I want people to love who they are and, and feel good about the way they look in their bodies too. Okay. So, so, it, so that's what <laughs> that inspired too. So that's what inspired Jolt of Energy. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then after that, what is that? Cause that is, some, that yes. is something I see all over your website, <laughs> and I'm like, "What is Zap?" When I think of Zap, I'm thinking of Roger and Zap, the old R&B group singing "Computer Love." So, what is oh, that? Cool! I have to check that out. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, okay, I created Zap in the beginning of 2020. So, one of the nutrition programs that um, I that my clients use, right? is um, all about mindset and eating. It's really for the foodie inside. Well, 
I found that you can zap a lot of pounds doing this and you get to basically eat not certain things, but it's like an all you can eat plan, <laughs> okay. uh, particular things, which is totally what I'm all about. And so people take my zap plan to lose 20 pounds in two months. Okay. So some people have even lost 20 pounds in one month. So just following this eating plan, doing the accountability. So every time any of my clients, they, they lose weight, I don't say lose because lose to me is, um, I may use it every now and then, but I don't want them to lose anything, but zapping, zapping, zapping it off. I use it with the, <laughs> like my, my daughter made my logo and she drew me with a lightning bolt. It's actually behind me in my office. Yeah, I've seen, I got it right here. Yeah. yeah. So okay. she, she drew me with this lightning bolt. And by the way, I was like, whoa, you made my shoulders look good and buff. <laughs> Maybe one day <laughs> I can look like that. So anyway, but it's all about the, the jolt, that energy in our life. And so when, when anybody is trying to shred some of that weight, I call it zap. They zapped this. They did it. So, okay. So yeah. then, so after that, so to get, uh, a feel for what else goes on. You have a part on your website about the B Electric University. Yes. So can you <laughs> tell us a little bit about that? Because they go on these podcasts, and, and like I always tell people, um, and, and and when I say I tell people, it's people that I, I deal with outside of the podcast. Um, there's two things we usually gauge for. We're kind of looking for what's your edge, what's the difference in your program than Sally May Jesse Raphael's program in Massachusetts. Right. So. So inside your program, you have the B Electric University. Can you tell us about the whole deal with that and how it came about and what made you want to formulate this? Because this is one thing that people fail to realize when people are dealing with uh, nutrition, health and stuff like that. You actually have to collaborate with a whole bunch of other people to make sure it's sound and that it can work, correct? Absolutely. So please so tell us how you formulated this and about each program. And JR, I'm going to give um, the biggest, I hope this impacts anybody listening out there. There's so many health programs out there. What to eat, what not to eat, how to work out. There's this, there's that, there's a million. But what I found is having an accountability partner is what makes the biggest difference. So I'm here to tell you that anything you want, you can get and you can do it however you want to do it. Now, do are there ways that are not healthy? Absolutely. And I do not support those ways. Um, I, I believe in a, a well-balanced, you know, diet plan and not a diet, but just eating you know, our different types of foods that give us energy and things like that. But my point is, is everything about Be Electric University was created to help people with that mindset, to be there for them, to help them stay committed. Because we all know at the beginning of the year, we set those resolutions, whether you believe in them or not. We set those goals, and the prime reason for doing that is we, we want to feel a certain way. 
And that that's what I'm about supporting. But I know that mindset was the first thing that changed my life. It wasn't until I stopped hating myself with my thoughts and started loving myself with my thoughts that the things that I was doing to become healthier, eating right, getting my rest, exercising, that's when everything transformed my body. Okay. And so, so, so kind of, yes. So kind of like this. So, and I always say it, it starts off with, we will, we'll, we'll, we'll go with self-care, yes. self-love, yes. self-motivation. Everything has to have a self before you're going to get out there and help somebody else. So I like that. Absolutely. And so inside your program, you know, you have three sets in there, correct? Yes. Be focused, be balanced, be nourished. Yes, okay. be nourished. Yeah, right. So with all three of those, when they come consult with you, you can teach them how to go around and get inside your program. One key question that I that I want to know about, because COVID-19 has rocked everybody. I mean, it's, oh, it's taken yeah. some people that were fairly successful. They're not successful. And it's taken a million people that never had a voice or had a quiet voice it made them really successful or, you know, on, on um, a metal plateau right now. How has the pandemic affected your business? So the biggest part is I believe uh, the business that I'm a part of is virtual. Okay. And before the pandemic, everybody that maybe didn't do virtual finally tried out virtual because of what was going on because gyms were closing down. So I think if anything, it's changed um, being a virtual coach, making it something that people that never thought they would do it before now have considered and tried it. And, you know, some maybe went back to the gym and that in-person experience because that's where they find their joy. But in a lot of cases, people are finding their fitness in the home and having that coach virtually with them. So it's um, definitely exciting. It was an exciting time okay. <laughs> for being a virtual coach. Now, inside your... um website also with your blogs or whatever you got a lot of categories oh yes <laughs> you, you have a lot of categories so when someone goes over to your website which is www.joltofenergy.com they can find out about you and um another thing that i always ask because some people go to websites but i'm one of those guys i'm from the beginning of facebook time in myspace so instagram is home to me can yes. they find you on instagram Yes. So every platform. Um, so I'm a Facebooker. I'll, I'll be the first. To admit. Okay. So that's the platform I grew up with. Okay. <laughs> that dates me a little, but so, um, but my uh, Instagram handle is jolts of energy. My Facebook page is jolts of energy. So everywhere you go, just like my podcast, jolts of energy. energy. And okay. then Tina Hicks, that's, that's where you'll find me. The fastest and easiest <laughs> way to get to you. Cause that, yeah. that's something like, I, I'll tell you this, and, and this is, this is off topic because we're podcasters. I have so many guests that come on and they will talk to me and they will never plug or never say a word about what they're doing. 
I'll have to, you know, throw it out there. So I always try to get them to do it because inside a podcast, we usually try to keep them 30 to 45 minutes. If it goes over an hour, it does. That's just chemistry in the conversation sometimes. Right. or, Or you just let it roll. But people skip through the podcast. And I don't know how deep you are into your analytics, but I look into my analytics to see when they skip at certain points and certain times in my conversation. So I usually will plug anything that anyone is doing three to four or five times in the podcast for the simple fact I've got skipping Sally and skipping Steve that will skip all the way to the fourth. I love it. Skipping Sally and skipping Steve. Steve. Yeah, we'll, we'll go to the, the, the fourth portion of the conversation or the 10th or 10th portion of a 15 section conversation. And that's where they're going to listen to the end. And, you know, that's where they get their most information. So I always uh, try to get that out there. So outside of all this, here's the real thing that goes on here on this podcast. There was a news magazine when me and you were growing up. It was called 2020. It had Diane Sawyer. It had Barbara Walters. It had Barbara Walters. And it had John Stossel on there. John Stossel was the funny guy on there. We're not going to do the John Stossel part today. Okay. As for another podcast. Right, okay. so here, here is um, the Diane Sawyer question because her questions were not necessarily hard hitting, but they were the questions that set up the next interview that Barbara Walters did at the end of the show. Because, you know, she was ah. kind of the filler in between there, if you remember correctly. She was, ah, but she was a good yeah. uh, news anchor and reporter. So oh, here, yes. So here is your um, Diane Sawyer question. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> and, and, then, <laughs> and remember and remember with her everything was multi, she had multi parts to her question so the question just doesn't stop at one okay i'm inspired i want to change my life i get in contact with you on instagram you point me over to jolt of energy what's the next thing i do after i go to the, your website okay the next thing that we want to do is get on a call together I have um, on my website and on um, Instagram, there is a link for you to fill out information about your journey. I need to know what you've done in the past, where you're at now, and what your goal is. Because everybody that I work with, sure, I have the same tools that everybody can use. There's different food plans. There's different supplements that you may want. There's different exercises but I want to create something that's custom for that particular person because Personable, I want you yeah. Yeah, to have fun. That That's the thing. If something's not fun, it's not sustainable, especially when it comes to wellness. So that's where we would start is creating that custom plan that makes you excited to see me every day. And then we get into my accountability group where you do get to see me every day. <laughs> okay. Because that's what every day should be a part, should be wellness for you because you're going to have hard days. And if you're not doing that self-care, um, you're going to be like me. And when I was deep down in a depression and not want to get out of bed, and I don't want that for anybody. Okay, Life so- is meant to be lived. Okay, so here's a hard-hitting question. Well, what happens if my whole world crumbles down? What if tomorrow, we'll use uh, my lovely girlfriend Stacy as an example. What if she decides tomorrow to take everything? And I mean, take literally everything. And I'm in your program and I'm down and out and I'm not wanting to do this. I want to binge eat. I want to just take chocolate syrup and just pour it in my mouth, milk the other side, ice cream and all the toppings. And I would say, talk to my husband because that's 
normal. And I've done it too. <laughs> He'll be like, do they know Jolt of Energy is doing this? So yes, like, oh my goodness. Um, do what you gotta do. I mean, I food. there's a lot worse things than food. I can tell you that, that you can Okay. <laughs> there's drugs, there's alcohol. Like, I'm not going to say, yeah, go for that. <laughs> okay. Definitely not. But if it's pouring syrup or whipping cream in your mouth, you go for it and you enjoy it. And then, yeah, let, let's, when you're in a better mindset, let's refocus. <laughs> okay. Now, here comes the Barbara Walters questions. Okay. At the end of the day, you're taking care of all these people. And this has happened to me this week. And this is really personal. This happened okay. to me this week. I take care of a lot of people. I have Stacy. Stacy can take care of me, like all my needs and all that other stuff, like mental, everything else, just working with me. At the end of the day, with everybody you deal with, your husband, everybody else, who at the end of the day takes care of you? Who's <laughs> there for you? <laughs> uh tv just kidding <laughs> <laughs> no um i have been um there's two things that i like to do at the end of the night and i i would say and this isn't a good thing to admit but i am kind of a workaholic i i tend to be happier when i'm doing projects and um so i'll either work on a project um right now i'm going back to school so uh, homework, so things that typically some people would think of as a punishment, I look as putting into Tina. So learning something new every day is one. Um, I'm a mermaid, 100% little mermaid here. So I'm a believer in the power of water. So if you have a pool in your backyard, go do that. If you have a hot tub, if you don't have either like me, <laughs> then the tub will do. <laughs> and um, add those bubbles, add the Epsom salts with your sore muscles and just put on the candles and relax. And then the third that I have really um, tried to dial in because I, I do know melatonin is, and I've had guests on my show talk about how that is a safe way to help you, you know, get into your sleep mode. My husband, I, I talk a lot about him. He has lots of opinions, so okay. he needs to be on my show. <laughs> so, <laughs> but he believes that if we take too much melatonin or we're always taking it, that our body is recognizing that we don't need it anymore. So it will stop producing it. That that's his opinion. I've talked to doctors. They say that's not necessarily true. So you all do your own research, but I, I guess what I'm saying is I did get off of melatonin because I want to create that sleepy feeling, I, but I want to be able to shut down my mind without working on my phone. So how I found to do that is meditation. Okay. And I either do um, with the programs that you can use, my clients can use, there is guided meditation. But if you have somebody with you and you can't be playing that or you can't be having on sound, I do something. Do you want me to tell you what it is? It's really fast. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So you guys, this is what I do. So even if it's dark, um, I'll just focus on one spot, even that dark spot for five seconds. If it's lighter, 
then I focus on five different objects in the room, okay? So I start with sight, then my breathing. I breathe in through my nose, out through my mouth, and I do that five times. So I'm focusing, I'm not focusing no longer on my thoughts, if you have a busy mind, okay? I'm focusing on the things around me. So I breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. Then I listen. I listen for five different sounds. This is usually when I fall asleep because sometimes <laughs> it's impossible, but it might be my own breathing. If I adjust a little bit, it might be those kinds of noises, but I look for five things. And then if I'm still awake at that point, you can tense up different parts of your body, like five different parts. So let's say it's your hand and hold that fist for five seconds. Feel how that feels and then release it and feel how the tension moves out of it. And then I, there has been times where I've repeated that a couple of times before I could quiet my mind and go to sleep. So though, those are the ways that I help myself and and hey you know thinking gratitude thinking about what went right and if something went wrong what did I learn from that right and then what am I excited to for the next day am I excited to maximize my morning at 5 a.m heck yeah I am <laughs> heck yeah I am so thinking about what I'm excited for the next day too so that's okay. gives Are you some ideas now, next, Barbara Walters usually does like a little uh, way for you to give back to the to, to the to the audience and to the future. What would you tell the next Tina Hicks? Oh, <laughs> that's funny. I was just thinking about my crazy train days. Don't get on the ride. <laughs> Warning. <laughs> Stay. When, when people are trying to warn you, listen, because <laughs> you might not be in that right state of mind. You might think you're making the right choices, but, but put your pride aside. You don't know everything and listen and stay in the moment. Stay in the moment more. Appreciate the little things. Just the little things, you know, appreciate that. It doesn't have to be all these extraordinary things that you completed in a day. Just those short little moments that you get with your family, that you get with your friends. Just take the time to be present. Okay, I like that answer. Now, there comes a part in my show uh, where you have to give back to me in the audience. Um, I've had many guests on with secret and hidden talents. One guy can solve a Rubik's Cube in 40 seconds. One lady goes to Goodwill, buys paintings, puts glitter and rhinestones on them, resells them. Whoa, I want to do that. There's another, there's <laughs> another uh, lady. She, she goes uh, through life, lives it normal. But as soon as she hears a Coke can, a Pepsi can open up, she freezes up and tenses up in life. I think of going on an airplane. It's my favorite sound because I uh, love to travel. <laughs> all right. So then I had another lady tell me that the way that she remembers people is by the clothing that they wear. Mm. So I wear a lot of Nautica. So she said she'll always remember I wear Nautica. But yes, by the way, okay, 
I might be just super dumb, but um, Nautica, isn't that a band? No. No, that has to do with, <laughs> no, no, no. Nautica has to do with water and diddliest catch type stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My husband will be laughing at me right now. What, what am I thinking? There's a rock band that reminds me of that. Nautica, I don't, I don't know right off that. Nautica, not Metallica. Okay, it reminds me of an. All right, so <laughs> now for my audience, you have to give away a hidden talent or a secret that no one knows about you. Because I get this all the time. People tell me, "Oh, I don't have secrets." Um, yeah, you do. I had a I had a deep dark secret. I go to all these crazy places. Um, Stacy and I do. We go to beaches up and down the East Coast. I go around rocks and all kinds of stuff, but I cannot swim. I wow. go. I go to dangerous places where I could just slip off a rock and die. I walked across uh, Lake Michigan, Lake Erie, out on to see uh, lighthouses, right? In, yes. the, in the wintertime, ice could slip and just die. Have no fear of it, but I can't swim. But that's my deep, dark secret. People never, they assume I can swim because I go to these places and I'll have a camera up here like this, filming <laughs> or spinning around, but I cannot swim. If I fall oh in the water gosh. and I don't have Stacy with me, I'm going to die. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I pretty much am an open book most of the time. I, I usually tell everybody everything. But since I embarrassed myself with Nautica, I might as well tell another embarrassing story. Why okay. not? Why not? <laughs> so there was, um, it was after I had my son. Um, so... It was one of the times I weighed the most and I only lost a little bit of, you know, after the pregnancy. I'm not like those some, some women after pregnancy and they go back into their pants they were in before they even got pregnant. Nope, not me. So I wore these particular pants and they, I want to say they were super tight, right? They okay. like, I was like, yeah, I could fit in them. Well, they split down the back in the oh. middle of work. <laughs> and so I remember, luckily, I worked at an office where it wasn't, there wasn't too many people. So I was able to like take a filing folder and walk to where I could wrap something around my waist. But yeah, that was, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tina, I want to thank you for coming on West Virginia and Commonplace. This has been really awesome having you on here. And most definitely, I'd like to have you back on in the future because, like I said, you got a podcast and everything else going on there. So if you wouldn't mind real fast, could you plug at the very end for us everything you have going on, um, where people can meet and greet you on the internet, and if you have a future project going on because everybody always has something going on and they never tell about it until the very end of the episode. Okay, you got it. So, jolt of energy, Tina Hicks, just put those two things in and you'll find me. Um, And I, so I hold um, monthly virtual fit camps. So it doesn't matter if it's at the beginning of the month, the middle of the month, anytime you reach out to me, we will get you started on whatever goals that you have. And my promise to you is I am going to be your number one cheerleader. I'm gonna show up even on the days where I don't feel like it 
because I want to be there for you. And I never want anybody in this world to feel like they're alone. So always here for you. We let's get to it. Okay. Thank you very much, Tina Hicks. And it was awesome having you on West Virginia Uncommonplace. Thank